what's, what's, what's happening, everybody? And welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and many blessings. I thought you was going to say something, sir. Mm-mm. I'll be waiting on you to say that, but you be you be coming in a little late. How long are you going to wait on I mean, I, I wait on you forever. You what? Forever? Well, I don't. I would wait on you forever, mm-hmm. but I need you to know your audience. Mm-hmm. I'm your man. Mm-hmm. Do you want to want to make me wait forever? Well, sometimes it's good to make you wait. Like I made you wait a year before I gave you a kiss. I, inquiring minds want to know. I'm the inquiring mind. Why did you wait? Why did you stay with me for a year and I wouldn't even kiss you? Because I loved you. Oh. You and knew knew, even then, though? I knew you was going to be my wife. So, but my loins was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh and choke on the popcorn. Okay, okay, now. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, my loins was a little warm, mm-hmm. so, you know. Uh, well, you waited even longer. I did. For some tail. I did. I love you too, Mo. So, how was your day? Um, My day was good. It was a little long. However, I made it. How y'all doing today? Did we ask y'all that? How you doing? How y'all doing? How was your day? Did you have a great day? How your mama now? How your kids doing? Mm-hmm. We don't. I don't want to know about your mama right now. I'm just asking about you. Your husband or your wife? How are you? How are you? Ask your spouse that. How are you doing? Yeah. And then when look them see, in the eyes. When y'all see y'all spouse, when y'all pick them up, do y'all kiss them? Well, and say hey, baby. Everybody how you doing? don't. Everybody don't pick their spouse up. Well, Sometimes when, they when you get to the house, right? You just talking about your life. Cause I pick you up, right? But some people do pick their spouse up. Yeah, I'm not saying so, they don't. Okay, so if you if you when pick you your see spouse your spouse, up, or if you meet them up at a, at the house, how do you greet them? When you see your spouse after a full day of work, what do you say? I'm trying to help you, baby. I'm I'm, I'm helping you, That's baby. I, but it's either or. It's, it's some some do both. Okay. Or either either one, you know. What's that? What's that? I say go ahead. What's that? I just told you to go ahead. How do you greet your spouse? How do I greet my spouse? I greet my spouse with a smile and with a kiss. Am I accurate? Yes. Most of the time? Yes. Sometimes. I'm always glad to see you though, baby. And sometimes you greet me with a song on real loud. And I like that. I just want you to know. And that. you open the door and then you shake dance for me in front of, in front of your jaw. That really turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is wrong with us? She she come she come out the door. She go in the back door. She put her stuff on the seat and then she'll be shaking a little bit. And then when she get in the front, you know she I got a truck, so she got to grab the little thing. She put her hand up there and she just started shaking. That turns me on. It does. <laughs> and you do it on purpose. Made me feel. You do it on purpose. Made me feel all warm and tingly inside. And wanted. And yeah. Yeah. It'd be hot. It don't be hot. Oh. It'd be simmering, though. Oh. <laughs> It'd be simmering. You know, like, you're not like a, a pressure pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a pressure cooker. That's, that's, so how, that's how I am. I'm like a pressure cooker. Well, so, and sometimes you you come you you play you have a slow song playing. That's when you want to be romantic on the way. Yeah, home. yeah. I'm always trying to have a theme or something. And then sometimes I had the Lord playing in the you truck. You do because we I need them because the day and has then need to be needing them. And then we get in, we kiss, and then we just ride home listening to. That's all. We just worship, worship all the way home. Get our minds right. Yeah. So we don't take this foolishness in our house. So. So speaking of all this, that's what we're going to talk about today. Listen, if the moments with the Mobleys have helped you in any 
way in your relationship, please subscribe, like, and share. Or if you are new to Moments with the Mobleys, our podcast, um, just please do us a favor and hit subscribe and join the Mob Stars on Facebook as well as on Patreon. Um, the links are in the description below. Yeah. Okay? Thanks so much, y'all. We appreciate you all. Hit us up. Hit us up. So hit us, hit us, hit today us. Um, we had a couple of things that we wanted to talk about, but the one thing that's most important now, we want to talk about some marriages because right now um, with the research we've done, marriages are hurting right now. Like, well, and not even research, even though, you know, we looked into some stuff. It's it's bad. It's, it's, it's all over it's Instagram. Bad. It's all over, you know, Facebook, the news and all these things about celebrity marriages breaking up. But even like in our, yeah. you know, sphere, our circle, well, not our circle, but, you know, like people. Well, we see it with tangible. celebrities yeah. and we see it with people who are not celebrities. Right, right. So, um. Yeah, it's and I'm a. I'm gonna tell you where I think it stemmed from, because a lot of people, a, I think a lot of people' relationship was exposed to them during COVID. Well, you're right. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. It was. And and you know, living the day in and day out life of you know before COVID, where you had kids and they had all kind of activities, and mm-hmm. you and your you know you and your spouse worked. And then you got off and, and you had, had kind of like, too. yeah, you kind of yeah. had like a rhythm of what you would do. And then on the weekends, what we would call spending time with our family would be taking the kids to the park, um, you know, going to the movies, doing a picnic, something, which all those things are great. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the couples didn't nurture their relationship. Yeah. It was always trying to rest, do grocery it, shop, do it for the kids. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when COVID happened, everybody was home. Yeah, you found out you that was your home, home. You found out your relationship you know, Wasn't it was a little tough. Was. Yeah. Or some people found out they they didn't have no relationship with their spouse. So it's a lot of stuff. Um but we wanted to kind of touch on marriages um today. Because it's it's important to us. Yeah. Marriages, all marriages are important to us, husband and wives. It's important to us. And, you know, a couple um, that we, you know, I asked you about if you had heard about it, which you, just depending on your schedule, you, you're you not, you know, don't have, um, I have a little more time than you to actually um, go on CNN.com. Because I do that too as well, just yeah. to read up on what's happening or, you know, go on Instagram or Facebook um, to look at our stuff, check our emails and different things like that. But excuse me, um, the the latest happenings as far as celebrity marriages that you see breaking up um, is, um, is it Tia Maury and her husband, Corey, um, as well as Tom Brady and Giselle. And so we just wanted to, um, well, I just wanted to ask your, you know, opinion on this because, and then we'll get into some 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 information that we want to share with y'all. Um, it was like as far as um, Tia and Corey, um, I didn't, you know, I don't really follow. I think her like that mm-hmm. or whatever. I watch, you know, like there she's in. I think she's the one who's in maybe like some of the Lifetime movies and stuff like that. I wasn't really like a big sister 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 fan or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I like them, you know. Um, but I saw that people was, I saw this one video where this lady was telling people like, listen, because I guess a lot of people were saying, if this couple couldn't make it, then I guess I'm just doomed, you know, or my marriage is doomed or I ain't going to even get really? married because, you know, T and Corey didn't make it. And, you know, they, you know, have, I think they met on the set of some show um, and, or on a movie or something. Uh, and people was actually saying like basing their marriage or basing their would be or, you know, could be marriage on the fact that, well, if they ain't made it, you know, I'm doomed. My relationship is doomed or a relationship that I would have had is doomed. And so the young lady was saying, like, um, the video that she was sharing was like, are you kidding me? These are celebrities. Y'all only see literally what they put out on Facebook or Instagram or if, you know, they caught doing something. But for the most part, you see 
them on Facebook and Instagram on TV. So for you to just take a piece of what they put out there that now they're divorcing, you know, I don't, as far as I know, they didn't have like no long-term like beefing, you know, mm. on, on, um, on the social. So it's like, you know, y'all, you, you know, just, you can, you can, uh, like people's relationship or, you know, admire their marriage for what it is, for what you know, but, but you got to be, uh, honest. We don't know everything that goes on in a marriage because everybody don't share everything. And but some people feel like because they don't follow them from sister to sister. Right. Up, I get all that. that. They know that. Oh, but you don't. But you don't. You don't right. know. Them. And right. that's that's the difference between the reality and the fantasy. of Yeah. It. So we don't know what happened in their relationship. Exactly. Now, with Tom Brady and Giselle, I'll say this. And I, I, I'm. And still, we're doing. We're looking at it from. Yeah. The from outside. the outside. We don't know the people. Look, just like y'all don't know them. But people. I'm. I'm. I'm on. I'm in the 80 percentile that I believe that I'm right. Tom Brady been playing football for so long, yeah, and it been a such a big part of his life, yeah. I think he got fearful when he was going to retire because I don't believe, I don't think he knew how to be a a just a regular a husband, right. and dad. Right. Now I'm not saying that Tom Brady is not a great husband or dad. Right. But playing football, he only had to do it in certain percentages. Right, because you had games. Because he had games, he had all to go. Yeah. But he don't. You know what else? What else is he? You know he hasn't tapped into anything else that you know God had created him to be. So I think he got fearful. Cause that I mean, I think well, about I it. He, not, I don't think he need no money. But just like I said, we said we don't know. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. he needed no money. I think they were set, you know. And from what I hear, his wife is a makes little richer. Him, yeah, makes more than yeah. him. So why go back to football? It could have been, you know, the wife make more money than him already. And if he's not bringing nothing in and got to create something from scratch, it could be so many different things. But. I really believe, I really believe that he felt like football is who he is. Yeah. And to come out of that and be a husband or try to find something else or, you know, be a full-time husband and, you know, it, it was just going to be tough. Yeah. He don't see himself as a, even if his wife wanted to go back working full-time and do what she was going to do, you know, he didn't see himself as a, a stay-at-home dad. Or something like that, well, you and know, this is just this is just me perspective. perspective. Yeah, because yeah. you you never yeah. know, you know, you never know what people think. But I I do think I'm hitting real close to the target when I say he don't know who he is outside of football. Mm. I, I I believe that, and of course, as with you know all marriages, we we absolutely believe that you know people hit bumps in the road, and you know who knows this may be the filing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe a bump in the road. Because for some people, you've seen them file, and then you've seen them reconcile and file and maybe reconcile. Some of them have filed before, reconcile, and they never look back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So preferably, like, both couples, and I know there are other people other than just these two couples that we mentioned, but these were, like, the hot topics, I guess, um, that the couples that were being talked about a lot. But, you know, as with, with every, you know, other marriage or, or, or couple that we encounter... Um, just in regular life, I just pray that there's some, you know, some turnaround in it, um, for the, if, if they can, if it can be repaired and put it like yeah. that, um, just for them, you know, and as, as well as the kids, um, however, if, if they decide to do it and, and keep that on the table, um, I just, you know, pray that they can work out a, a good relationship as far as co-parenting and stuff like that or whatever. But yeah. it's just, you you just never know what people go through. Yeah. And we could be yeah. way off. It might have been some yeah. infidelity. It might be some abuse. We we don't know. Right. But just from what we know, as well as y'all know, right. you know, um, what they put out, you know, that's that's my take on that. Not Tia, or Tom, who is it? Tia and Corey. Tia and Corey. I don't. Like I said, I don't, I don't know either. That I just haven't followed their relationship. The, yeah, so um, I don't know about that. But, right. you know, it's it's tough. People want to give up in their marriage when at some point in time 
they don't see eye to eye no more or they can't agree upon stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they feel like once we get there, then we at the end of our there's road. No ter- right. And there's no right, turning right, right. back. But that's not true. Everybody evolves. Marriages, couples, husband and wife evolve. I'm 50 now. I'm not the same dude I was when I was 40. I'm not the same dude I was when I was 30. So as I change, I have to embrace who I am now and the changes that come with it. That's just do I. Yeah, that's just it. And then we have to be sensitive to each other with the change. Like we said before, a marriage is not a, it's a journey. It's a lifetime. It's a one way lifetime journey because once you hit your twenties and then your thirties and then your forties, you can't go back. You can only build from where you are at. And once you get it, so yeah, you just have to move forward and allow yourself to evolve and grow yeah. and then accept, you know, accept it from your spouse as well, with your spouse as well. Because it's just, it's life. Yeah. It happens. And season, as seasons change, so do seasons in marriages. Yeah. Um, and so also with look being on the outside looking in into these, you know, celebrity marriages that you see on Instagram and Facebook and I see people... You know, they put goals and all this stuff. If they see the husband take, you know, yeah. the wives to, you know, the Maldives or wherever, whatever. Y'all don't know what's going on. Money don't fix. these people Let marriages. Me tell you Talking about some goals. Money does well, not be fix. just like them. Yeah, money does not fix a relationship. And, and it doesn't define No a relationship. relationship. Especially right. a husband and wife. Yeah. It does not, it does not define it. So, I don't care how much money you got. At the end of the day, you still got to be reachable, touchable. You got to be attentive to your spouse. You got you have to be there. So it it don't it don't change by how much yeah. money you make. Y'all got to see it for what it is. Yeah. And some a lot of those people are not even married yet, but it's more than just taking taking me on a trip. Or, oh yeah. Or her taking him on a trip. It's more. It's yeah. more. There's more. There's a whole lot more. And don't get me wrong, whining and dining. Those are that's absolutely and, nice. And yeah, courting. That that's great stuff. It's great stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah. Some people just focus on the glitz and glamour yeah. of it and don't understand the, you know, the day to day and stuff and you know, the the bills and the yeah. babies and the you know, the 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 tense fellowships and all that stuff that you know that can happen and that do happen, even though you may not see it. So, um, yeah, but something I looked up today and I sent to Johnny um, uh, with us just uh, thinking about talking about this and we were going over some stuff um, and I just screenshot it. I don't remember where I got it from, but it was some it was a it was a Google um, article. It was a reputable source, but I I can't. I'm sorry. I can't remember. But um, it says the the focus on the family, the the, not for this one, the, 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 the clip that I sent you that says. The di- divorce rate by state for 2022. This is just a summation. I didn't clip the uh, this, the the percentage by states, but it says marriage and devo- divorce are both common experiences for adults, although both can be challenging. About 90 percent in Western cultures. About I'm sorry. About 90 percent of people in Western culture marry by age 50. In the U.S., about 50 percent of married couples divorce. That's a lot. Excuse me. The sixth highest divorce, the, the sixth, the United States has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. Subsequent uh, marriages have an even higher divorce rate. 60% of second marriages ends in divorce, and then 73% of all third marriages end in divorce. Jesus. Divorce is becoming too common. And and a lot of it, well, I'm not going to even say a lot of it, but some of it, like Johnny said, you get to a certain point and it gets hard. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you, then you think, oh, well, we've grown apart or it's irreconcilable differences. But I believe that a lot of them can, can be salvaged if people would just reach out before they get to that point of... Yeah. You know, oh, it's just, it's no turning back. We, yeah. we just not getting along. We arguing every day. We went through a period where we, it seemed like it was something every day. Yeah. I want to say that it was maybe that five year mark, five or six year mark. It was tough. Um, it was like every day, y'all, like something, it was, 
It could be that he left a cup on the sink. It <laughs> it seemed like every single day, as we like to say, we was tussling. And couldn't really pinpoint it. It wasn't even like it was a, a big deal. But it was just at that point in our marriage, we had we was just going we back were, and forth. We were frustrated. So back and forth. We didn't know who we were. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We was having kids like rabbits. So that the one thing that we could do is have sex. That's the one good thing that we could do. Communication, we didn't find our rhythm in that. Um, we were still trying to figure out who we were. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find my identity in being what I thought was a husband and a man mm -hmm. by providing. And then, but the response I was getting from my wife was her crying. She was crying when we wanted when I tried to talk because she was depressed. So well, not all the time. You said no, like I was just you, went you the but first you was just but it was times depressed. that you was depressed because <laughs> I know, there were. But we didn't find this out till years later. It was a tough spot for us to be, but we didn't we didn't give up. Now and that's not saying that I didn't say it ain't you. Is me right, and that's not to say that I didn't say. Yeah, I was crying because a lot of times, a, yeah, for the majority of the times, well, maybe half or a little over half, um, I felt like that. But in the other, you know, the other, you know, amount of time, I think it was solely based on, you know, we loved each other. But I, at certain points, like hard. you say, you didn't like me, and I don't. I, Man, it was hard. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> When you got all that stuff happening, like you, either, sir. the daily, yeah. you get Parts married, the yeah. daily, the daily stuff that was happening, you're dealing with people on your job, you're dealing with all, all kinds of stuff. Then you got the financing part in, then you got the kids growing up, they growing up and evolving and the, it's, it's just a lot. And if you don't take time, like my wife always said, if you don't take time to nurture your relationship mm -hmm. and, and Make it slow down, but put the time in to nurture your relationship with your husband and your wife. I mean, that's how you have to do it. It's no quick way to do it. I mean, it ain't no trick to it. It ain't none of that. You just got to sit down and put the yeah. time in. Just that organic, that's just it. Yeah, spending time yeah. together. And, and we believe yeah. any marriage can work. And we we believe any marriage can work. The only thing we had a question mark about a red flag, if it's some type of physical, mental abuse type stuff, then then and then biblically, you know, infidelity is a is a way that you can yeah biblically, walk away. However, some choose to stay and work through it. Yeah, we're a witness. Yeah. Um, but the when you just like you just said, what you what in a nutshell, what you just said is something that I read in this article. It's focused on the families where we get in this this from right now that we're getting ready to give y'all, it said it in another way. You reap what you sow. A lot of people think when you say that, that you're just talking about money. Yeah. But in, in, in this is giving you the same principle. You reap what you sow. You don't put no time into your marriage. You don't put no time into your spouse. You don't spend no time with them. Y'all ain't dating. Y'all ain't uh, being intimate. Y'all ain't talking. You know, y'all ain't, you know, just, spending time together or doing doing life together then what is going to happen let's say after the kids go cuz like Johnny said that's what I that was that was the top thing on my list and I know there were times when you probably thought I was just whining or whatever but I was like completely serious like and you knew that after a while yeah like if sir if we ain't going on no dates if we ain't talking if we ain't making love if we ain't intentionally pouring into each other which mean I'm sharing with you what's on my heart. You sharing with, with me what's on your heart. You intentionally leading me as well as our children. And you're doing it and making sure that I'm good and I'm making sure that you're good. If all that stuff is not happening and we are, we are building a life together, then there is no life together when they leave. Because then we would have not known. I would have been looking at you like, well, what am I supposed to do? And you would have been looking at me like, who are you? Right. And probably being on the phone with them all the time and trying to talk to them because they who I was talking to. But or, the, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. here's the crazy thing. During that 
during that part of COVID, a lot of people probably experienced that they didn't know their spouse. Right. Some people probably experienced a tougher thing that they didn't even know their kids. So or they self. Or they self. So you you don't take time to do this. At the end of the day, you can make all the money in the world and Absolutely. do all the get all create um go after and accomplish all the goals you want to accomplish. But if you got a, a husband or a wife and then you got children, if you don't spend time and nurture that relationship, get to know them, get to know the changes, there will be get to see them evolve, it, it just won't be none. Yeah. It just won't be none. Yeah. And and quitting, and this is the thing, people think quitting is the answer, and then you start over fresh. But if you don't change who Wrong you are, answer. if right. you don't change who you are, you're going to find yourself right. just in a second marriage repeating the things you did in your first marriage. So that's just a, a lot of answers. You just have to look at yourself and then put forth intentional effort. To make your relationship work. Yeah. You you just have to. And let me say this. Because you've been married 15 years, 20 years, that don't mean you worked on your marriage. A lot <laughs> right. of people, a lot of people feel right. like they, they got because they got kids and their kids yeah. got big yeah. and all this other stuff. And we done been married 20 years. I done tried, you know, but what we usually mm-hmm. find when we when we coach a couple, what we usually find is Y'all ain't never tried. Never. Y'all never tried. Every couple that we counsel right now, half of the time, we give, what we do is create a a, a white sheet, may I say, a blank sheet of let's start from here. And then the questions we start to ask, they never did. So it's like because you've been in a marriage for twenty years, and now you feel like you done did everything you could, right. and it, but you never, you never gave your marriage a, a shot. Mm-hmm. You never gave, you never gave the relationship a shot. Yeah, yeah you can be in a marriage for twenty, twenty five years and act like and roommates. never live like roommates. Yeah, basically. and and never put forth effort in your relationship. Yeah, that's a real thing. We see it. Yeah. So I'm gonna sum up just this first piece. It's basically saying. Like, of course, and, and y'all have heard us say this before. Christ laid out the, the he laid it out on the table. What what it is as far as marriage, he created it. Yeah. So the husband and the wife, the marriage, the whole covenant is just a replication, a duplication. Did I use the wrong word? A replica. A replica, yeah. yeah. I said replication. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, of Christ loving, you know, Christ and the church, his bride. And but a lot of people want to a lot of people get away from that as far as um, like Ephesians chapter five says, men love your wives as Christ loved the church. Um, and again, like I said, it indicates the, the relationship between Jesus and his bride, the church. And that should be our example of what marriage is. And for the longest, I always told, told my girls and I can remember. And I tell them this sometimes when we talk today, do y'all remember that particular day that we were riding home? And we were going in our neighborhood. We 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 was we had some type of minivan. We always had minivans, but um, and I was just telling him, telling him, I said, I know that me and dad didn't do it the conventional way. We had sex before marriage. Uh, we had two of you all before we got married. No, we didn't do it the conventional way, but I admonish you to try to do that in your lives because the plan that God lays out for us is better than any plan that we ever trying to do from our own will. Yeah. Period. And that's what marriage or anything in life. His way is always better. And that's what I try to tell him as, as far as marriage is concerned. It's like people try to have and do marriage without the one that created marriage. And yeah. for me, how? How can you do it? That's society anyway. You, well, you're when right. You, when you get a new phone or a new gadget... Don't don't nobody. They don't read the instructions. They, they don't. They read. They, they figure. Go they the go. Manual. They figure it out. And like I said before, you know, our phones probably do. We probably do a fourth of what our phones can actually do. Yeah. Just because yeah. we we didn't read the instructions to see everything it could do. Yeah. Now, me and my wife, we utilize our phones pretty good, and these phones are like these are the Note Ten, so. 
they they pretty much like computers. Yeah. So we utilize it for work and everything, but it's still a ton of stuff that right. these phones can do that right. we don't even know. Exactly. Uh, God intended for us to have loving, fulfilling, uh, contented relationships. That's what he, you know, desired or he created marriage to be. Um, and y'all have heard this say, us say this scripture as well. For this reason, in Genesis, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. And so the more that you pour into that whole idea of that's what marriage is, like I said, we mentioned it a minute ago, pouring into each other. You know, yeah. time, conversation, love. This is how I feel about you. This is, you know, how you make me feel. All those things are important as well as the intimate part of it. You're making love, you know, being together. God created it. It's good. It's real good. Yeah. So marriages fail for a reason. And I just said it. You sow the sow and reap principle. If you sow nothing into it, you reap nothing from it. Period. And that's a get life, out of it. That's, that's a, a life, life principle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the... Uh, they used a certain um, a researcher. His name was John Gottman. He wrote a book called Why Marriages Succeed or Fail. And he put he broke it down into a couple areas. Um, and we had already talked about some of these, I think, before. Yeah. Um, we just giving y'all a refresher. Okay. And so I'll I'll sum, sum, summarize it. And then you can um, summarize it. I'm trying to make up these sexy words. That may be a right word. Maybe. You, you, you good. Could Go be. Ahead. Um, but the first thing is he, he stated was that criticism, um, that's the first thing that you see that leads, that goes down the road of leading to marital failure. Okay. Um, which is, uh, critic complaint. He gives the notion of that complaining means to just address a specific behavior, behavior, um, that you wish your spouse, you know, that your spouse is doing that you would wish that they would not do. So complaining is just um, beginning with I, like I've, you know, I've noticed that, you know, that this is happening now. I feel like, you know, when this happens, you know, it makes me sad. However, when you get to the criticism part of it, it's personally attacking their character. Yeah. Basically, that's what you're doing. It's not um, a complaint. It's now you're uh, criticizing it says that criticism attacks your spouse's personality and basically you're assassinating their character. Yeah. Yeah. So you are this with something derogatory behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So here's our take on that. Do you and your spouse have to talk about things that make each other uncomfortable? Right. You do. Here's our take on it. The formula for that is being solution minded, which means... Mm-hmm. Come up with some way, a solution mm-hmm. to to basically fix the problem together mm-hmm. and then talk about what it is. A lot of spouses do stuff that irritates. I A lot of husbands do stuff that irritates their wives. And a lot of wives do stuff that irritate their husbands. But they don't talk about it. Right. They just feel like you should know. Right. And then what they do is respond and they criticize, like Deidre say, but you attack the person's character. Yeah. And then that and makes not the them, problem. Yeah, and not, not the, the problem. Thing. So yeah. what winds up happening is you attack my character, I'm coming back for you. For the oh yeah, so that's what wind up happening, yeah. and that's what turns into a heated argument. Every all this stuff has to be done with communication and listening, man. So to have a successful marriage, you always have to be solution minded. Yeah, it's an issue, and yes, we need to talk about it. But come up, I never go to Deidre without a solution already. Right. I give her a couple options, yeah. and then she she's able to give me a couple options. So if it's something that she's doing that irritates me, what I would do is come up with a solution. Hey, babe, instead of doing that, let's. What about if we did it like right. this? Right, right. And notice, I said, what about if we do right. it like this? Because it wasn't always like that. Yeah, right. So and then she would say, okay, and then she might answer ask questions like, okay, so you ain't cool with me doing such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of make me feel like such 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 she said oh well you should yeah just say that yeah all right cool then that's that's it right but see how i, I de-escalated it right off the bat by coming up with a solution because the criticism would have been what show them an example look bro 
You need to pull up off that. You need to pull off of every time you do this and you getting on my nerve because I want you always keep doing yep. this stuff. Yeah. Why you keep doing this? And you being selfish or you being yeah. yeah. Then I'm I'm straight up defense mode. And then I'm hold ready. Up. I'm ready. I, yeah. I thought I was doing this for you. Yeah. You know, such and such and such. Well, I don't know why you thought that. Oh, you don't even really do it that good. So I mean, with. yeah. Uh, so that's what happened. And that's when you start attacking their character. Yeah. Now, now is you don't even do it that good. You don't this, you don't yep. that. You ain't really good at that. And you know, whatever. So now you just being petty. Yeah. But solving the issue. If it's an issue, and this is something else, husbands and wives, if your spouse come to you and tell you something bothers them, you can't just brush it off. Yeah. If something is, if something I'm doing is making Deidre uncomfortable or whatever the case is, and she come to me and she tell me, I I can't, I got to make it right. The best, or come close as or I talk possibly to can. Me about what's going yeah. on and how you can and help. vice versa. Yeah. If she's having an issue and I just say, "Oh, well, that sound like a what 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 thing a p a personal a pp personal problem." <laughs> oh, that sounds like I a pp. In a long time. I'm good. If right. you ain't good, you need to check yourself. Mm. But what do you always tell me? What do you always say or tell other people as well? If my yeah. wife is not good, I'm not good. Now, it took me a minute. It took us a minute to get there. Yeah. Because going through life, you know, you try to be good. But my responsibility is not to make sure my wife is happy. It's my responsibility is do my part to make sure we step in in the right direction. Get that part. It's not me saying, well, I got to do what I got to do to make her happy. That's not what I'm trying to do. She need to be happy herself. And I give her moments of happiness. If she not whole, then it ain't nothing I can do with right. that. Right. And that's vice versa. Yeah. Guys. So, but it's not my responsibility to make her happy. My responsibility is to keep myself straight and keep myself whole. And then together we we make each other, we have moments of happiness. But if she's not happy, and we create them. You yeah. Know? So if she's as not happy, sorry. If she's not mm-hmm. happy here or here, have peace here. And peace is not peace is not the absence of conflict and trials and tribulations. Peace is the presence of God in your life. And people got to get it. You go go through stuff and evolving is going to have to happen. And the process is, is not going to change because you want it to change. Right. But what you have to comprehend is your peace does not come from the, in the not having conflict, not having to go through trial, tribulation. That's not where your peace come from. Your peace come from understanding that you already done made it through and that your peace is in God. So you rest in him. Yeah. That's where your peace come from. Yeah. Now, all our couples that might, you know, all our people who don't, you know, do God like that and they don't try God and, you Well, that's know, all we got to give them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we talk about God like this because he's been very relevant been, in our life. He and we can, we can go through our life even when we was not. Paying him no attention. None. When we acknowledging him at all. Yeah. But his, his. Breath and his fingerprint been all over our life because certain things could have happened that didn't happen. Thank you for that. The ain't, that that ain't luck. The seen and the unseen. Yeah, that ain't luck. People always say, I'm lucky. Yeah, that ain't luck. Lucky ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's an angel assigned to you, covering you and keeping you by God's demands. That That's what that is. He making sure you good. So, yeah, it's, it's, you're going to have to go through stuff. You're going to have to go through the process and the growth. And it ain't easy. And it's hard. And, yeah, it's going to feel bad sometimes. But it's to stretch you and build your capacity to get to where you got to go at to be able to take on more. You can't get promoted in life and just don't go through nothing. That ain't how that works. You want your offering now or later? It'll be later. Oh, okay. That's just not how that works. <laughs> so she gonna let me move to the next thing? Yeah, go ahead. Or we gonna stay here and then uh-uh. we're gonna have to pick up these other, these couple 
Oh, okay. Come on, come on. All right, so the next thing that you see um, when it comes to um, the marriage spiraling um, is when the criticism turns into uh the you know the okay so it's contempt i'm sorry contempt comes next that's when the criticism has pretty much entrenched itself within your routine um you sink to feelings and actions of contempt um there's you're no longer able to admire one another or even remember why you fell in love with one another yeah. or why you married each other and so at this point uh the difference between contempt and criticism is the intention to insult and psychologically abuse your partner. Now, now you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. So and now, again, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. And again, now you've stepped to another, uh, what a deeper level of, of, um, just tox toxicity. Talk, talk, I can't say the word. Being toxic. Yeah. Being toxic. Put it like that. <laughs> toxicity. So yeah, because you you just going deeper, and now you meaning to do it. So you you're literally contemplating how you can make this part your spouse miserable, attack their character, and all of the above intentionally. So this is where this is where the you attacking the characteristics are now embedded in your feelings, and now you can't even stand the person that you married. Right. To. So. It don't matter how big or small of something that they do. There's a you yeah. don't like it. Yeah, you got a vendetta now. You don't like it. Yeah. So now yeah. you talking to people and you telling people how bad your wife is or how what she don't do, and you telling people your husband don't do this and this. Well, you telling now, your spouse. Well, on you tell your too. spouse, but here's the thing: this is the gateway into infidelity because what usually happens is the husband find. Some shorty on on her on your job that you've been looking at. She cute, but you ain't never said nothing because you're trying to be faithful. And now that you don't got to contempt, you can't stand your wife. Nothing that she do, she can't do nothing right in your eyes. So now you begin to tell people about it. So now you tell shorty who you thought was cute, and all you're doing is giving her a playbook of what not to do and try to be who. You need her to be, yeah. Until y'all, yeah, it's fakeness, yeah. So that's that's False. what usually happens, yeah. And then you good, then you good with, you know, the person because they because they are quote unquote are the person you was looking for, right? Or this is the person I should have married. Oh man, I should have talked to you before. But what she doing is that's her representative. Only thing you're doing is giving her the playbook and vice versa. Why is if you talking to a dude on your job or wherever, you giving him a playbook on what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Until he get the drawers or the panties or the thongs. Next defensiveness sets in, which is, this is a major destroyer of communication in marriage. Cause at this point, um, it says it's the need now comes in the need to justify and explain your actions. However, the major problem with defensiveness is that it obstructs the communication and nothing gets resolved. Yeah. So now yeah. we, There's this is the part that where my wife liked to say, now we just talking to respond. We ain't listening to each other Not at all. Not one God bless So thing. as soon as I grab something and I yeah. can put some fire to and throw this dagger back at you, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then you just throwing daggers back, back at each in, other. Yeah, nothing Destroying resolved. each other's character. And there's nothing worse than having someone destroy your character and beat you down and break you down with words that where you live in your house at. Yep. It's nothing worse than that. Because now, you know, because think about it. You, you get married. You find out all kinds of things about each other that, you know, you become transparent. People, you have to become transparent in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion throughout your marriage. So throughout the relationship, you know, you see things that you probably didn't know with your wife and vice versa. So now you see things and now you use those instead of using those, those things to 
to make the moments become closer because the person is being transparent, you take it and use it as ammunition. So now you got certain things like Dita did to me on the way home today. She took something that I was a little vulnerable back in the day and she used some ammunition. She just threw it at me. No, and no, I ain't telling y'all what it is. And she better not either. It was a jokey joke. It was just a little jokey joke. But again, I I don't think um, we said anything about the contempt part. So just go back to contempt for one minute. We did say something about contempt. But the same thing to not get to that stage is what we said in the first part with the criticism. You got to be solution minded. So these are the different stages that come that from the criticism the detriment of and just keep getting deeper and deeper. But how you get out of all this is you have to be solution minded. Well, we got to give the last thing Go ahead. before you tell them the things to get be solution minded about. Um, so the final stage is they what, what we what they call stonewalling. So at this point, there's no need for conversation. I've tuned you out. You've tuned me out. We're not listening to one another. I've got, I got a wall up. Nothing you say can penetrate it. My mind is set. Yours probably is too. And at this point, they say couples only have a 6% chance of yeah. survival without intervention. Can somebody come in and intervene? Yeah. The percentage is low, but I think it has to be just somebody who is just straight, real, raw, and honest about what's going on. Like putting it in your face. like. But even with that, once you get to the stonewalling part, yeah. you ain't even trying to look for no help. Well, you're not, but they say they say a sixty percent a six percent chance of survival without intervention. Yeah. So some some do. Yeah. So maybe you, one of, of of the of the couple might reach out, or somebody on the outside. Yeah. Who they you know respect or you know a pastor or somebody a friend that really has their best interest at heart. Yeah. May see that something's going on. You know what I'm saying? And then they may step in and say, Yeah. What you know? Listen, what y'all got going on? But or what you know? So, See was the only way you can see something as far as that go if somebody let you in. Once you get the stonewalling, once you get the stonewalling, there is okay. This is who she is, right? So I got to just look out for myself. But they did say it's a six percent chance. There is a six percent chance, but the husband and the wife still got to want. want You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. They got to want the help. Now, when You're I say want right. the help, I don't mean want. It's our last chance. Right. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm going to see. Come, I'm going to come to, yeah, the, you got to, to, the, the, uh, to the little marriage. Yeah. I'm going to come to the little meetings. marriage thing. And if it don't look like it's, you know, mm, yeah. I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. You know, but you got to yeah. be willing to say, hey, you know, yeah, we, you know, we just kind of self-sabotage this thing. So we yeah. really want we really want to see what we could be if we was to really try. Right. So we going yeah. to put our all in it and we are willing to do whatever it takes to make this work. Yeah. So we need to try that. Not, I'm going to go to the little thing. Well, we've been married 15 years. We got these kids. They grown now. I and I mean, we went, we went to marriage council. Mm, that ain't work. So, you know, yeah. what else can we do? Ain't nothing else yeah. to do. That ain't yeah. that ain't it. Yeah. And what so what they're basically saying is what you're doing, do the opposite of it. That's the way to get out of it. Um, it says instead of disengagement, re-engage. Instead of defensiveness, apply openness. Yeah. Instead of contempt, show respect. And finally, show acceptance instead of criticalness. Um, you have to work on these things and develop empathy. And 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 the thing that we say all the time, and we we don't only say this in marriages, but in relationships. Period. You may go through stuff with your husband, and I'm of course stay on marriages because that's what we're talking about. But I I have we have gone through things, and y'all pretty much know it all. We've gone through things, Johnny. But at the end of the day, even before we got married, um, I knew your heart, and so that's what helped. Me to get through the fact of, you know, when you said, okay, well, Johnny said, baby, ain't his. Or when, you know, when you stepped out. But at the end of the day, I knew your heart. And that's what a lot of people don't take the time to do in marriages. You don't take the time to really learn the person because the heart shows motive. 
That's what it's based on, the, the heart. And so because I knew, because you had shown me and opened up your heart to me, I knew, I knew despite the lie, despite, you know what I'm saying? Despite yeah. everything that had gone on, despite the hurt, despite the betrayal that I felt, I still knew your heart. Had I not known your heart or even taken the time to know your heart, or if you never shared your heart with me and allowed me to come in and really, you know, basically like, you know, here's my heart right here, you know. Um, I, and I, I did the same thing to you. Yeah. All, all my defenses were down. All my walls were down. Everything was down. And, I, and you knew my heart and I knew your heart. And that's what I believe is why I was able to know with every fiber within me that that was not the end 20 years ago. Yeah. Was it 20 years? Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. That's what, I'm for real. Of course, God have, having to remind me, even in those moments where I wanted to be like, you know what? I don't, I ain't finna deal with this foolishness. At the end of the day and at the beginning of the next, he, because of my relationship with him, he reminded me often, you, you know it's hard. You know who he truly is. He made a mistake, but you know he tr- who he truly is. And we tell you, when we when we learned what covenant was, and I know we've said this to y'all before, we learned it at um, at a, uh, a seminar, a retreat that we went to. Um, and basically, at a conference we went to. And basically, it's, you know, in a covenant, I'm, I need to just go ahead and apologize to you because I'm going to do something that you don't like. I'm going to do something to hurt you. But it's because of, because I'm human and I'm not perfect. And, and we're not, we're flawed. And most of the time, it's not. It's not. Most an of the intention. time, it's not an intention. Right. Exactly. It's just not dealing not with the true self. Covenant. Right. Yeah. You're not right. dealing with self, and you're not you're not trying to be a better person. You're not intentionally trying to be a better person and figuring out, you know, what it is that makes that makes you tick. What it is that make you. You got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. The the the, the one person. That you have to convince of a lie is yourself. Once you've done that, then you believe everybody's living in your lie, which that's not the case. So, yeah. yeah. So it it was now going back to what Deidre said. Now, if I would have decided to keep cheating, now we talking about oh, something. Oh yeah. Else. Now we we now we talking about something else. Cause now, then I really didn't know. Yeah. Who you were. So now, yeah. yeah. So now, the the issue is bigger than what we need to do. And it's nothing that she could have did. It had to be on me. So if I would have kept cheating and it'd have been repetitive, repetitively keep doing it, repetitive, mm-hmm. then now it would have been okay. So now she got. She would have said, "Now I got to separate myself from you because I, I'm not going to intentionally be hurt by you because you're not willing to be responsible and make yourself better." And that's what it is. Period. So that's what happens, or vice versa. If Deidre yeah. has something that she's doing, so whenever the person is not willing to do what they have to do to make themselves better, whether it's past traumas, whatever the case is, they need to get help. They're not willing to do that, then you can't make them do it. But that don't mean sit in it and just keep being abused by it. Right, or disrespected. Yeah, that's not that what stuff. that means. Yeah. Now, we, we tell y'all all the time, we don't believe in divorce. And that's for our life. But our perspective and how we did it is different from how other people do mm-hmm. it. You got to really want this thing, man. It ain't It ain't for the marriage, ain't for the faint of heart. It, you got to be, I mean, it, you got Built to roll. <laughs> you got to roll with the changes. You got to roll with everything. Because it's going to be changes. It's going to be things that going to happen throughout. Yeah, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Yeah. But you can't get help for it. Absolutely. You can't you, get help. If you recognize that you all have, you know, hit a wall. Y'all need help, you know, with whatever it is, you know, um, reach out and get help. Therapy is not a cuss word. Yeah, it's not. Reach out and get help. If we can help, you can book on our website, momentswiththemobiles.com, on IG, on Facebook, there's a button as well. Um, Or email us, info at momentswiththemobiles.com. 
Um, it's, 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 it's not, your marriage is not doomed just because you have, you, you know, you have a, a, a bump in the road or you run into an issue that y'all really can't resolve. And now y'all frustrated. As I said, we went through probably a year worth of frustration, if not longer, but we got through it yeah. and we got through it together. And we realized that we had issues that we had to, we had to, we had to get it together, period. Let's we let's work this out. Both but both both of us knew that we were willing to to do it. Yeah. To stay together, to be together, to be better by any means necessary. Yeah. That's it. And most of the time, most of the time, it's the layers of stuff. Right. So it's the individual. So if, if you got something going on in your marriage, you have to work on self. That don't mean I'm an, I'm I'm gonna leave and you know um I, I need some work time. On me. I gotta work on me. I'll be back. And, it ain't uh, you, it's me. Yeah, I I I I'll be back. Give me give me about three months or six months and I'll come back and you know I'll be better. That ain't what it is. Yeah. That ain't what it is. I gotta get help. I'm dealing with stuff in my mind. I don't understand. You know, I got some past stuff that unhappened. Baby, I'm gonna start going to the counseling. I'm gonna get some help with this to figure out how I need to heal from this. So I can be healthy. So I can be healthier for you. You can't never fix your marriage or your relationship by leaving it or going outside of it as an individual to get it fixed. You can't you can't do that. It has to be together. And then you make a decision to get help, and then either the wife will support it, because I'm sure whatever therapy you go to, they're going to want to see the wife, or mm-hmm. vice versa, at some point in time. So, yeah, it can it can work. Absolutely. It can work. Being it in it 20 work. years and wanting to quit, and you never really tried... It's basically, that don't count. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> saying you never gave your relationship a, right. a shot. And you probably should have got help Long time. 15 years ago, but you didn't. You just figured it was going to iron itself out. And Long now answer. now you're using your history, 20 years, we got three kids, they all grown, they got, we got, they got kids, we done went to marriage counseling and all this other stuff, but you never tried. At the end of the day, going to marriage counseling does not fix your marriage. You fix your marriage. You go there to receive something and mm-hmm. tools to equip tools. you yep. so you can use the tools to help your marriage. Put in the work. Yeah. It's Just saying I, we went, we tried counseling, but it ain't work. Right. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Were you coupled with the right counselor? Huh? Did you use what they gave you? Huh? Okay. So again... If moments with the Mobleys, we're moments with the Mobleys. I'm Deidre, and this is my man, Johnny. If we've helped you in your relationship, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe it to our, um, you can go to Facebook. Make sure you like, uh, follow us, Instagram as well, YouTube, um, and share it with friends, families, uh, family, coworkers, neighbors, who, who just need to hear some stuff and get some tools. We have a whole lot of Maybe like 139 episodes on YouTube so far. We got a lot of stuff that we've covered and a lot of topics that you might can get some information from that'll help you. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you're new, again, hit like, hit, hit subscribe and then go make sure you go to Facebook and Patreon. Um, join our Mob Stars group. Subscribe to Patreon. Um, all the links are in the description below. Okay. Um, yeah. We appreciate y'all and all that good stuff. And we pray for happy, healthy, whole, prosperous marriage full of joy and love and making love and laughter and tears and everything that comes along with it. So it's all a journey, y'all. It's all a journey. Amen. So and go to the one who created it, please. He got the manual. Yeah. His name is God. Jesus. Our Lord and Savior. So we're going to end right there. Um, we do really, really care about marriages and relationships and families. So um, 
yeah, just like my wife said, if there's anything we can do to help, um, go to www.momentswiththemoleys.com. Um, go to our website. Book a consult. Book a consult. And Facebook, yeah, Instagram. The, the, the consult is free. So And then we decide from there. You know, we give y'all a chance to decide from from there if if We're y'all want to move forward, and We're then we actually take a time for ourselves to see if if we are the ones to help. Right. So, um, but either way, Amen. yeah, get help, get your marriage help. That's it, Mo. That's we all. out. This has been moments with the Moles. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still his wife, Deidre. And we still something like a ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night, night.